All right, everybody, welcome back into the Six Rings and Football Things podcast here for WEI and for Odyssey Sports. I am Mike Cadlick, and this is the Wednesday Beat Reporter Chat. Uh, I am here alongside Pat's Pulpit's Brian Hines. Uh, we are going to break down not only the Patriots game coming up in Germany against the Indianapolis Colts, but uh, since it is Wednesday, some uh, some news broke this morning uh, on the Patriots front, and that is about not only cornerback J.C. Jackson, but also cornerback Jack Jones. J.C. Jackson will not be uh, taking the trip overseas to Frankfurt with the Patriots, as uh, I think Rappaport called it. Um, con- yeah, reliability concerns. Um, and Jack Jones, who was at practice, sounds like he will be going. Um, he was also uh, reportedly disciplined in bench last Sunday. Both of both of both guys, excuse me, uh, were apparently late to curfew at the team hotel prior to Saturday. Um, so, Brian, first, want to get your thoughts on that, and then we will uh, go into some uh, Pats versus Colts Germany preview. So. Uh, Let's talk about the cornerbacks. What the heck's going on? Is it a concern um, moving forward? Is it a concern about this whole team moving forward? Um, is there issues inside? What, what do you make of it from uh, both a schematics front and then also just you know the attitude around the team? Well, first of all, thanks for having oh, yeah, me of on, course. Michael. Thanks. Yeah, for, we kind of went into it. Yeah, you know, glad to be here. But um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was interesting, and I mean, kind of the two guys you might expect to have some concerns. Obviously, they started the game on the bench and. I think from a team, you know, off the field first, it's not good to have this stuff at two and seven when you're worried about, you know, how the locker room's going to look and there's maybe some questions about your head coach's future and some of the guys on this team and now you have this stuff happening. So I think now that it happened, it was good that they just got them out of the building, right? Like remove your problems, get them out of here. You have a lot of young guys in this locker room on this defense. Don't let them see that and be like, oh, they let J.C. Jackson hang around. Maybe I can do that, especially with this team. So it was good to get him out of there. And now does he come back? Because we have Germany. He's not going to be there. They said he's going to need this reset for the bye week. But if he's this big of a problem, do you really want him back? He's You got him for nothing, right, like a late pick swap. You're not paying him any money. He's probably not even going to be here next year because his cap hits really high, and you know you can cut him, and, and you don't have to pay him anything. And all it will cost you is moving back 20, 30 spots in the draft. We'll see how it looks. So that that's the question now. We'll, we can talk about some of the on-the-field stuff, but it's good they got the problem removed, but do they trust him to come back? You know, We hear all these things that he wasn't reliable in Los Angeles now, right? Their GM had to... Yep apologize to their cornerbacks for signing this guy and then playing this guy so do they trust him to come back i mean he was here for a cup of coffee and he was already making issues so does he come back i think is the next big question that they'll they'll have to see yeah so that's the interesting part uh, that i was kind of going to get to is that story that came out from espn is the fact that jackson was there i think he played 13 out of like 22 games that he could have um was a problem clearly off the field didn't you know give it his all he ended up being hurt a few times um and that story comes out ironically enough right at the same time that things start happening here so you wonder if they'll look at um i guess what if you know people in the room look at what happened in la and they say oh they got rid of him but we're still keeping him around after the bye if things get if things get a little hectic uh continuing on here you're right about um you know they didn't give up much for him um 
again, only here for a cup of coffee. So, look, I, I don't know what they'll do, but I'm interested to see how it, you know, goes on the inside because, you know, like you said, if, if they see that the, L.A. gave up on it because of this, but we still stick by him, why are you doing that? Continues to cause more problems. Um, and on top of that, Jack Jones, it was the same issue. Um, he was, he sort of more so like outwardly showed it on the field, you know, sitting on the bench with the towel draped over his head. JC Jackson, at least, you know, walked the sideline with everybody, but, uh, Jack Jones is still here. I'm starting to wonder, and I'm sort of, we were talking earlier, uh, with a few guys, just, I wonder if maybe JC was more outwardly spoken about it on the inside, maybe talked back to someone or said something, you know, that he shouldn't have to perhaps invoke that. Um, on his side. I think, too, to add to that, you, you see it. You mentioned Jack on the sideline, but there were glimpses of JC like not being checked in on the field when the game right. was happening. It seemed like two or three times every week there's a coverage buster. The commander's first rushing touchdown, Brian Robinson, like he completely falls for the crack block and just leaves the edge wide open. So I don't know. Like something probably happened behind the scenes too, but maybe the play on the field was part of this too, because he didn't mentally look there all the time during the game mm-hmm. too. Well, that, that's a good point because you know before we found out about the discipline today, everyone was like there was a reason that like it could have been because of their actions because the both both of them haven't been too great. So um, we'll see how that all plays out again heading to Germany. The Pats going there two and seven, I believe the Colts are three and five. Uh, I might have that wrong, but correct me if I'm wrong. Anyway, um, to go go over there in Germany, Gardner Minshew, uh, the quarterback for the Colts in place of rookie Anthony Richardson. Um, Patriots heading there Thursday. I'm not sure when the Colts are heading over, but um, down a couple guys in the secondary, uh, or at least one guy in the secondary, the Patriots are. The offense still not getting going against um, really the lowly tanking commanders last week. Um, no real... I mean, I, I wish we could sit here and kind of give positives about this team, but right now there's not much to look forward to. Um, you wonder, like you said earlier, Brian, the the future of the head coach, the future of the quarterback, the fact that this team has to go all the way overseas before the bye week. Are they going to be checked in? Are they going to be checked out? Um, kind of curious to get your side, your angle of uh, you know maybe some matchups to watch this weekend, how you think this one could play out. Um, you can read my matchups tomorrow on WEI.com, but for now, we're going to get Brian Hines from Pat's Holbit. So uh, what do you think of the game? Uh, again, Patriots versus Colts this weekend in Germany. So four and five Indianapolis Colts. Four and I five. just okay. looked it up. Let's give them a win when the wins are hard to get, apparently, <laughs> in this league, as we've seen. So we'll give credit where credit's due, four and five. But uh, you can start right in the secondary. Like They're going to be down JC, who was brought in to help replace Christian Gonzalez, who... I miss so dearly, so all bad. my heart, Ugh, so bad. But uh, we'll, we'll see. Would the if... Patriots be would the Patriots be uh, two and seven right now if they still had Christian Gonzalez, Brian? Probably, but <laughs> at least I would have something to watch every week and smile about sure. and be like, "Well, there goes Christian Gonzalez again, shutting down Tyree Kill or, or another number one receiver." It was nice to have something to have hope. Yeah. And be and like look at to Christian Gonzalez it, yeah. play every week and be like hope and not only that but a slam dunk first round oh, pick yeah. and just be like that is a guy that you can build around. So <clears throat> um, they won't have him. They won't have his de facto replacement in J.C. Jackson. So what's the secondary going to look like? Uh, you're looking at the injury report right now. I think John Jones is still on there or he's still limited with yeah. a knee ankle injury. He's been banged up all year. 
Jack Jones, what's he going to look like from a mentally st- mental standpoint? So then it's Sean Wade and Miles Bryant. And this is a Colts passing attack with Gardner Minshew that's been pretty decent. I'll give Shane Steichen, their new head coach, some credit. Like it's, It was a fun offense, especially yeah. with Anthony Richardson. Unfortunately, he's hurt. But Gardner's got in there. He's moved the ball. Like Michael Pittman's a really good receiver. Maybe we'll be seeing him in free agency next next offseason. Yep. Uh, Josh Downs, who I know he's banged up too, but he, he's been electric. And Isaiah McKenzie, we all know the issues he can cause this offense. Yeah. But especially so, Miles Bryant getting. Yeah, when you mentioned someone like Miles Bryant might take it on a bigger role, so that that'll be interesting how they handle the passing attack. Uh, and you know, you look at Gardner and you look at Sam Howell last week. How many times was he? running around in the pocket, extending plays, and then hitting big plays downfield, right? Mm-hmm. And watching the Colts on film the last few weeks, like that's a big thing Gardner Minshew's been able to do, extend plays, avoid the pass rush, which the Patriots have really struggled with the pass rush without Matt Judon. And if Minshew can do that, if they can't get pressure on him and Minshew can extend plays, you could see something similar unfolding as to what how how did against them last year. And then they have a really good rushing attack, Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss is having like a career year, and we saw what Taylor could do in that 21 game uh, firsthand. So he's electric with the ball at all times. So it's going to be another another tough one for for that Patriots defense, especially if they're down a few guys in that secondary. All right, so um, that's Brian's look on the Colts. That's a look at uh, Brian again. You can follow Brian on Twitter at I am Brian Hines. Does a lot of great work for Pat's Paul, but he's also the host of the Patriots Beat podcast. On CLS Media, so go check that out. Um, before we let you go, Brian, um, you talked about the matchups. You talked about some some guys to watch in the game. Uh, let me get a final score prediction. How do you think this one uh, this one turns out in Germany this weekend? Unfortunately, I can't pick the Patriots anymore. Uh, they'll probably like, I could see it unfolding kind of like the Washington game last week, where it's close. Maybe they get you know Gardner to throw an interception to help the offense there. But I'm like right in that, what was it, 2017 last week? I'll go like 21-17 Colts this week. Unfortunately, the Patriots can't get a win out there in Germany. And then we go to the bye week, and we'll see what happens during the bye week. If if anything big wants to happen, that would kind of be the time to do so. Not saying I'm expecting it, but that would be the time to make a move if they wanted to make a move. But – yeah, I, I can't pick this offense right now. It's a grind every week to score 17 points. So uh, I'm going to go with the Colts on this one. Yeah, you can. Uh, I'm with you. You can get my complete final score prediction later on. On the Six Rings feed, we'll send you to uh, tomorrow's episode with Andy and myself where we go over um, all the matchups. But I'm with you. Um, I don't think it's going to be going to be a too hot of a game for the Patriots in Germany. Uh, with all these rumors about Bill Belichick's job, um, you know, I think Albert Breer today reported that, you know, the Patriots, some people in the building aren't too pleased with Mac Jones's decision making. So things are, you know, really starting to bubble up. It kind of subsided a little bit with the win against the Bills a few weeks ago, but we're right back to it. If you can hear it in our voices, uh, we're sad, we're depressed, we're down on this team. Um, it's not, it's not great, but we will continue to have you covered here every single week about this team, win or lose on the six rings and football things podcast feed. Thank you for listening. Brian Hines from Pat's Pulpit, thank you for joining me again. Take a look at all of his work. You can follow him on Twitter at I am Brian Hines. 
Make sure to rate, review, subscribe to the Six Rings and Football Things podcast and head over to FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more. They are the sponsor of this show. So we'll be back later on this week. Again, stay glued and locked into the feed, and uh, we will talk to you soon.